It's about to go down with Mark and Kathy, a live coaching show about dropping ideas. Mark and Kathy coach and have conversations with brilliant idea creators who are reimagining the world through the expression of their words, thoughts, and actions. Hey, everybody, I hope you are ready because it's about to go down with Mark and Kathy. I'm Mark Williams. I'm Kathy Hermias, and Mark is a champion speaker. He's a brand expert, and he is on fire. Oh, and the fire just got lit higher and higher because Kathy, Kathy Armias is a TED talker, a TED coach, a TED organizer, a persuasion and marketing expert. And I'm so, so overjoyed to be doing this with Kathy. And I'm especially enjoyed because today we are joined. Oh, wait, 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 wait till I throw this one out there. For the Mets fans, hold on, because he's a Yankees fan. All right. For the hamburger lovers, hold on, because he's a pizza lover. All right. Mm. For those who are keeping their socially distant six feet, Ah, uh, he's an amazing hugger, but he's also <laughs> an idea. I, you know, I got to tell you, I think as an English teacher, I learned this word for the first time, ideator. Mm. Not an idea generator, but an ideator. Hold on, but he's also a conduit of community and a brand marketer. His name is Tristan Harvin. Tristan, how you doing, my man? Man, I love that intro. You made me feel so, so special. And regal, man. I appreciate that that segue. Happy to be here, guys. Good, 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 man. Well, listen, we are excited to have a conversation today about this idea that you are ready to drop on the world. This idea about how self exploration is essential to understanding who you are and reaching equilibrium in your life. Yes. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit more about this idea. Let's get this one cooking up. So, so to that, to that point, Mark, uh, it's something, it's a notion I've been kind of uh, wrestling with the last several years of my life um, as I continue to try to elevate who I am as a person so that I could be a better uh, contributor to the world. And um, especially in solitude and in quarantine this year in 2020, um, I really started thinking about what can I do to better myself? And you know, you, you read about people picking up new trades. Everybody's going back to school online. People are getting side hustles. Everybody, everybody is an expert on something. So they, they have shows now and everybody's on Instagram trying to show you how to be a, a, a fitness expert. And I was just like, well, I need to focus on me first. You know, I, I think I think a lot of us are jumping the gun and a lot of us are selling, trying to sell skills to others without really soul searching within um, and so I, I, I came up with this, this hypothesis of you have to start with self so that you can then be better for your inner circle and then essentially be a great contributor to your community. And starting with self is for me just asking that additional why, you know. So, for example, I'm super competitive and Kathy knows this from from her coaching me through my TED talk. Um, I had to really peel back. Why am I so competitive? And I'm so competitive because from my early days as a youth, I was always the underdog. I was the youngest in my family out of all the grandkids. I was teased and bullied by my cousins because I was younger and I was from the suburbs and I wasn't that tough and I didn't have a big brother. 
And so I found myself always striving for that acceptance, always striving to compete and be recognized and respected. And even though I've overcome all of those impediments, I still have that fire and hunger to always be my best self because of how I started as a youth. And so I think a lot of people don't take that time to really delve deep within to really uncover the truth about who they are, because the more aware you are, both your skills and your and the obstacles you need to overcome, the better and the more vulnerable you can be. And vulnerability is a strength. And I think a lot of people don't like to travel down the vulnerability path because they think that's weak and it's not weak. Being aware of your weaknesses is the only way you can get stronger. So I think about, I love all of the, the Batman movies, the Avengers. I love, I love that, that uh, breakdown and dichotomy because we all have superheroes and supervillains within us, you know, and the ones who become really great are the ones that know how to take the energy from the supervillain side and turn it into a, 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 a heroic uh, attribute. You think about somebody like a <clears throat> RIP Kobe Bryant and how he turned all of the hate that he got from fans and other players and doubts about would he be the greatest of his generation. And he developed a whole alter ego in the Black Mamba and embraced that dark side of, well, nobody else is getting up at four in the morning to work out four times a day but this is my black mamba side that can then allow me to be the greatest player I can be. So that when I retire and I become Kobe again, I can look back and say that darkness got me through to the light, to whatever my next chapter is. And, I, and I'm sure, you know, I can't speak for him or his family, but I'm sure he didn't have any regrets of how he played the game, how he lived his life even after basketball, because he embraced all the aspects of who he was. And that's kind of what I've been trying to do. So for me, it's going back to my childhood and, picking up things like drawing again, something I haven't done in over 15 years, you know, you have nothing but time right now. So even, you know, trying to repair relationships with family, and you know, really getting back connected to nature, something that I enjoy and love and really trying to just understand, you know, where I want to take the next chapter of my life. So even, even something as simple as like, I literally sat down and made a, a one pager of who, who I am and what I stand for. And some of the things I put is, you know, who I'm, I'm New Jersey raised, but I'm New York made. I'm, I'm, I'm African-American. I'm a son. I'm a brother. I'm a fiance. Um, but then what drives me? Um, the why? Um, I'm a steward of service. I like helping to improve humanity through inspiration, education, and empathy. Um, and then I, I put a quote from Muhammad Ali, who's one of my, my, uh, my role models and heroes from afar, service is the rent you pay for your room here on earth. Um, and mm. I'm a big believer in that because a lot of times we forget that somebody helped us get to where we are. And so we have to now lower that rope so that somebody else can climb up and, and go even farther than we could. And then, you know, just writing down, it's something about documenting, uh, documenting your, your beliefs and who you are and what you believe in. So under values, I put conviction, connection, uh, credibility, creativity, and courage. And, and I, I, I love, I love alliteration. Um, so those are like my, my, my five C's, my five C's that I live by, you know? Um, and then I broke it down to energy drivers, you know, nature, being one with nature, going on nature walks, going to the beach is just, you're able to be one with, with the earth. Um, prayer, you know, I'm, I'm not a super religious person, but I'm very spiritual. Um, and I know that, you know, we all were created for something. 
And so making sure that you're, you're always talking to yourself and talking to that higher being and staying in communication um, is important. Um, and then reimagining the regular that goes into that ideator piece. You know, I didn't want to, I specifically didn't call myself an idea generator because for me, I'm a very collaborative thinker. And so even though I'm an ideator, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm the one starting the ideas. Mm. A lot of times, Kathy will give me a gem and I'll build on that. And so mm. I didn't want to say, you know, I'm the source of ideas because I'm not all the time. Sometimes I'm somebody that just helps sculpt somebody else's vision and then it becomes our vision. Um, and then being that's a lifetime cool, learner. by the way, Tristan. Yeah, I appreciate it. That's a really cool, that's a really cool nugget. Sorry, I had to put a point on that. That's no, pretty, no, no. Because we please, talk definitely. ideas all the time and you're right. I mean, it, it, somebody might say something and we all build and I, I, that's a very good, very, very good point of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We learn from each other and, and that goes into my next energy driver, which is lifetime learning. I think we're all mm. here on this earth to be lifetime students until our time is up. And so if you're not learning mm. something new every day about an area you're interested in, about someone else, about your neighborhood and about yourself, then I, I believe you fail for that day. Um, Cause every day, every day, like we were saying, Mark is a gift. You know what I'm saying? So every day we wake yeah. up is Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, okay, <laughs> this this box, what's in this box is whatever you put into it. You know? Yeah. And and yeah. when you close it back up at night, you know, you should be proud of how you lived that day. Um, and then lastly, empowering others. You know, I'm somebody who mm -hmm. I love coaching and like supporting people and helping them find the truth in themselves. But the only reason I can help them do that is because I take the time to dig deep within myself and get better acquainted with me. And I think I've been hearing this, this word all year, anxiety, anxiety. Everybody has anxiety. Yeah. Part of it is a, it's a trendy word. And part of it is a lot of people really have anxiety, but I feel like a lot of it is self-induced because a lot of people are just so used to what the world used to be like. Instead of saying, what do I want my day and world to be like? You know, what can I control? Because if the, what I've noticed is the people who are excellent in whatever they pursue are the people that focus on what they can control. I can control mm -hmm. what time I wake up. I can control what I do in my day. I can control who I associate with. I can control what goals I set for myself and if I reach them. But I can't control who becomes the president. I can't control if a fire happens up in California today. I can't control if there's a car accident. So why am I worried about the things that I can't control? That's taking mm. energy away from the things that I can control. You know what I mean? Mm. I can control if I got up on time and brought my best self to this call. I don't know what's going to happen on the call, but I know what I want to say. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's yeah. just a lot of perspective that a lot of people fail to realize. It's, it's all about your outlook. You know what I mean? And that's what I've noticed because I, I, I watch a lot of documentaries and my lady gets on me all the time. She's like, you watching the, you watching the last dance again? I know you love Michael Jordan, but goodness. And I'm like, but I'm not really watching it for the basketball piece. I'm watching it for how this dude came back two times and yeah. led the team down the same path with a whole different cast and how he yes. was battling against all these obstacles of doubt and front office breaking up the team and Scotty wanting out. And yep. he, still, he still was present. He still was focused. He still knew mm. he had to be Michael Jordan. For them to have a chance and so i always try to take nuggets from different people i respect their pathways i can never be michael jordan but i can be the best tristan harvin i can be and so what are the attributes i have that i can be be great at while i'm here on this earth and then it's also like identifying energy killers you know because you have to know what sucks what, what you have to know your kryptonite 
you don't know your kryptonite, mm-hmm. then when you fall in a ditch, you don't know how to get out of it. So I know for me, crypt- my energy killers are ignorance, fear. And a lot of that fear, a lot of times is myself, self-fear, you know, self-induced fear. You know, I'm, af- I'm afraid of heights. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so what I did was, you know, I try to put myself in situations where I can overcome that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to I'm gonna definitely go skydiving before before it's all said and done to, to overcome that. You know what I'm saying? Because it might just all be in my head. You know, sign me um, up. Sign me up. I'm ready to go. All right, we, all right, we're gonna get yep. it. We're gonna get it. We're, I'm gonna, in. we're gonna get it together. We're gonna get it together. <laughs> and then, and then, energy. Two other energy killers. Fruitless work. You know, if it's mm-hmm. not like, I, I always was that kid. Even when I was young, and my friends would want to do something dumb, I'd be like, "What is the point of that? Like, what are we trying to get done here? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're cutting school t- to do what? If we cut school, we're not seeing any of our friends because all our friends are in school." So we just want to go to the mall where nobody's at because everybody's at work in school, or we just want to hang out at home when we can't really do anything we were doing on the weekends because everybody we would do it with is at school. Now I'm going to school, bro. I'll see you after school. So it's just like, I always thought like that. I, even as a kid, I was just like, what's the logic behind this? And three, th- three principles I live by. I live by breaking things down in the simplest form because life is easy. People make it complicated. Mm. trying to bring as much patience as I can to everything I do and I'm not always the best at it because I'm a Scorpio and we're super passionate and we always want to go all in um and then just practicing compassion you know what I'm saying like Mm. putting myself in somebody else's shoes you never know like like if Kathy didn't share that she had had a rough morning I can't tell you know the nails are done she got the Pink popping, makeups, makeups on point, blouses, blouses starched, hair is bouncing. But, you know, she was able to share that with us and say, you know what, I had a rough morning. And so when she had the blooper, we excused it because we like, you know what, she gave us, she gave us a uh, context as to, you know, I'm easing into this morning. Mark, I need you, I need, I need some of your energy to, to set set us up today. And so yeah. it's just owning that, you know what I'm saying? And having and leaving space for somebody to be human. I think sometimes we have higher expectations for other people than we do ourselves. Um, so those are just things that I, I identified in me. And from there, then when I have a solid foundation and I could be better to the relationships I have because I'm working on me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's just something that I decided to do. Like maybe like three months into quarantine, I was just like, all right, I'm looking at, the higher being is telling me this is self-work year. So mm. let me just work mm. on it. I don't know when we're coming out of this. So at least I could come. I, I always, I, I kind of already live in a bubble anyway. Uh, so me me moving like Will Smith and I am legend is not really that hard. You know, I'm, I'm a homebody. I'm going to do the same <laughs> things. I'm going to go work out. I'm going to probably eat some oatmeal. It's not going to be too sexy of a day. I'm going to probably go out and get a nature walk, make a call or two, watch some sports center. Like it's going to be this. So I have no problem spending time with myself. And I think that's something mm. people have to get more comfortable with. You have, mm. to, you have to be comfortable spending time with yourself. Everybody's so ready to rush back and be around people, but you can't be good to those circles if you're not good to yourself. Yeah. Wow, wow. Tristan. Wow. Uh, well, first of all, can I say thanks for bringing the, it's so cool that you actually brought the present moment in. We started and there was a, there was a massive blooper on my part. And I love that you integrated that into this because this is your, everything that you're saying is, is what, uh, what happened, what's kind of transpired this morning. Um, so that's awesome. 
another thing I just want to comment on really quick, Tristan, Mark and I, you know, and, and you've, you've been through my coaching stuff, Tristan. So you already know this and Mark and I's biggest problem sometimes when we're working with somebody and we're trying to like really build on their idea is we're like, we got to like pull the story out of the person. We've got to like, mm. we got to get the supporting information. And you just came in like, bam, like, mm. uh, like really like, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just, and I, like, I couldn't stop writing. I mean, you know, Mark and I, if you ever see us looking down, it's not that we're looking down. It's that we're like writing tons we're of taking it in. We're taking it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As a coach, like we got to like, we got to try to remember all these like massive um, great things that you're saying here. And what, there's two things I just wanted to put a point on, Mark. And I don't, I'd love to hear what you pulled out of everything mm -hmm. he said. I mean, it was all so, you have this idea and, and, Tristan, you just came and supported it so beautifully. And then I always try to think like, how do you reverse engineer that? And how do you start back at that moment to get people interested in what you're saying? Like what would really, really grab them? And one thing that stood out to me a lot was um, the super villain in you. I was thinking about how you said that. And I was like, yeah, people work so hard. Even your, every, even everything that you said, Tristan, was about like, you know, the self-work year and, and a lot of people try to push away their negative or what they might see as their energy killers or their super villainness, if you will. It's like, how could we actually, um, what's the, what's that martial art that you like move the energy? Is it Aikido? Is it that you like shift it or is it jujitsu? It's one of them. I think jujitsu. Okay. You like, yeah. you transfer the energy. And yeah. so it made me really think about that, Tristan, is like, what if we started also with thinking about like, what are, what are our dark things that we could actually transfer that energy and make it positive? So that, that's kind of a unique, like that. that's one unique thought in there. Um, I also kind of like, thought, kind of like a, per, a personal pendulum, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you take that stuff and swing it back the other uh, direction? And then, you know, I don't think that this is like a grabbing enough statement, Mark, but you know, when he was talking, I, I literally wrote this down. I wrote, what can you contribute to the world? It was like my first thing I wrote. And then I crossed it out when he was talking and I said, what do you contribute to the world? Mm -hmm. As Tristan really self-explored. And so it's not like can, it's just like you do, but like, can you, can you grab it all? We, are you, are you brave enough to look at everything and then bring everything to the world. And I loved how you even like, Tristan even like broke it down and said, hey, if you're gonna bring it to the world, start with self, go on to inner circle, then bring it to your community. So it's like, don't even wake up one day and say, oh, I'm great at this, I'm gonna bring it to the world. Nah, you probably should right. start first, start right. small. Yeah, <laughs> so Mark, I don't know, Mark, what'd you get from it? Uh, first of all, th there were so many nuggets. You really did. You 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 dropped a whole bunch of things out of the plane. There's just parachutes <laughs> going everywhere. Parachutes just everywhere. <laughs> just everywhere. Um, so I have to agree. Uh, we we talked uh, quite a while ago before we talked today, and one of the things that I wrote down that you said before was, "We are all superheroes, but we all have a super villain inside of us." Uh -huh. And so I agree, sure. Kathy, that stood out to me so much because we're always being asked about our superpower. We're always trying to be our best. Yeah. We're always trying to, I don't even know if we're trying to cover up the, the, the bad side of the evil side, but we don't necessarily embrace 
that side. And something I heard from you today is we, we have to embrace, right? We have yeah. to understand that supervillain. Like you're a supervillain too, right? Um, and, and, and this, this, this concept of accepting and embracing so that you can eventually use that supervillain in you to become the superhero, that was powerful to me. That was very powerful to me. And I can see how that could take a lot of people by surprise. And that's, I think that's why it stood out so much to Kathy and I, because this is something that nobody's talking about. Nobody's talking about becoming Thanos. Right? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Becoming the no. Right. Right. You know, it's, so that, it's, it's that was so true. Powerful. That it's was so powerful. True. You know, but here's the other thing. Um, and, and there were quite a few things. You said something earlier about self-exploration that I think is a, is a huge thing. You said we need to ask ourselves the extra why. Mm, yes. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, 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 yes. Right, we, yeah. We, we do a lot of self-exploration, but at a, at a certain point, many huh. people think they have found what they need to discover. Yep. But what you're saying is we often don't dig deeper. And that's what the extra why is. What's the extra why? You know, it reminds me of that kid who always says, for why, for why, for why, for why? And it sounds annoying, but you need to be annoyed to explore the supervillain so that you can so that you can explore the superhero. So I thought that was good. Ooh, Mark, that's actually, that's a good point. Tristan, when you were talking about the, you know, uh, what did you call it? Fruitless work. That's what you called it, right? Yep. When one of, one of your energy killers was fruitless work. I could imagine that little kid asking you in the annoying seven, what do they say? If you get, if you ask seven times, you actually get down to the truth or you get down Absolutely. to the heart of it. So, so, so if I, if I ask Tristan, like, why do you have fruitless work? And then you answer, and then I go, why do you do that? Why, why, why? Right. Because then, you know, then you really start, you, you, it has to, you have to uncover it, you know, and you did go, you did peel it back a little bit, but it is interesting, Mark. That's an interesting concept is, is the extra why is going down to that level. You know, I, I saw, I heard a comedian one time where a kid was asking, you know, a kid asked about why they couldn't go outside and play. And then it turned into like this whole thing because like seven whys later, it became something completely different. And so that extra why is, I think that is a, I think that's a really good it's, point. It's so crucial. Like that's why my two favorite age groups to be around are kids and seniors. Kids yeah. because they keep yeah, that yeah. childlike curiosity and they're going to keep bugging you until they get an answer that makes sense to them. Yeah. So why do you, why do you go to work? <laughs> go to work to make money why do you need money well i need money so i can pay the bills why do we have to pay bills you know what yeah. why do we have to pay bills because somebody says we have to pay bills. Well, who who told them that we have to that they have to tell us to pay and then you start thinking like you know what you're right like why why am i working so hard you know what i'm saying and then and then the elderly they've been there done that Everything that we're doing, they've already done it two times over. And so they're going to give you that simple wisdom and they're going to look at life in its simplest form because they're just trying to enjoy the rest of their ride. Mm. All the heartbreaks, all the failures, all the triumphs, they've already done that. It's kind of like they've already lived most of the climax of their movie. And now they're just enjoying, you know, the last scenes in the end where they play the sweet music and everybody hugs and it fades to black and you go to the cast and credits. 
Like they yeah. live in that chapter. So they're just enjoying it. And I just appreciate that. When I was young, I worked a, a mm. summer youth camp in, in the Bronx. I worked at a, a senior center. And that was mm. one of my favorite jobs because I, I served meals on wheels, but like I would just sit with the elderly and just talk to them. And I would hear stories about the war and I would see guys with dentures hitting on the young, the young counselors and they just enjoyed life. You know what I'm saying? And kids. And then I was a camp counselor. So I got to talk to kids and hear how they think. And somewhere in between there, we lose that curiosity of life and we just conform. And with conforming, we conform and subscribe to society's norms of how we should live. Like, and I'm going to say something that may be controversial because I know how much people love it, but social media, you know, you think about a Twitter, you think about an Instagram. Why do we need followers that we don't, that we'll never meet? Why do we need people's mm-hmm. affirmation to like something we said or posted when we have people right in our backyard? Like I always laugh because I have a Facebook account, but I never use it. I literally only use Facebook to remember people's birthdays because I'm horrible at remembering people's birthdays. <laughs> but that's another thing. I'm aware that I'm horrible with knowing people's birthdays. So I have a mechanism that I use to remember people's birthdays. But it amazes me how like Facebook has become like the middle age to elderly platform of choice. You know, Instagram is more for like millennials, Gen Z and younger. Um, mm-hmm. And family members or, or friends will be like, yeah, I saw you were uh, you were at the concert on Facebook, and how's your how's your daughter's recital? They're following their whole lives on Facebook instead of just being a part of those memories and moments. Or people going to concerts—it's a pet peeve of mine. People go to concerts and record the whole concert on their phone. I'm like, mm-hmm. how are you being in the moment and enjoying yes. the concert when you're recording it to just say and post that that you were there? You didn't yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. And it's just I appreciated things being stripped in the pandemic. Nope, you can't go to basketball games. Basketball mm-hmm. players have to really, if you're really passionate about this game, lock yourself in, in an Orlando resort for six months. And let's see if you really love the game like you do. No fans mm-hmm. cheering you, can't see your family for four months. You know, let's see if you're really a fan if you can't go to the game. Are you going to really cheer on your team? Are you going to really follow them? So like, mm-hmm. it just brought everything in perspective. You know, we can't go, we can't go out to eat without a mask on anymore. You know what I'm saying? You can't, mm-hmm. you can't hug people. You can't shake hands. Like simple things are taken away from you. So how are you going to react? And the only way you know how you're going to react in adversity is if you've been doing that work on what would I do in the darkest moments? Have I been there before? Yes or no. And if you haven't, those are the people that experience anxiety because they've never explored the scenarios of life that could potentially they, they could embark on and they haven't put those tools in their toolkit to be ready for anything because they haven't done the self-work. You know, Kathy, um, a lot of times when we're coaching people on ideas, we we talk about the proverbial you and I, right? There Mm -hmm. should be more you than there should be I's. But I'm hearing a reverse today. Um, So I'm going to go against the grain on that one, right? Because I heard, Tristan, at one point you you were asking, like, why do we, why do we, why do we? And, or why do you, why do you, why do you? And what I'm ultimately hearing as an idea here is to stop asking why do we and to stop asking why do you and to really focus on why do I. You started Mm -hmm. off with this, that this is all about self-exploration. This is not trying to, this is not at this point trying to figure out how to do better for the world. 
because you right. can't do better for anybody else until you do better for yourself. And how many times a day or how many times throughout your life are you asking yourself why about yourself? Mm. I love you know? Mark. Oh my God. I love That's the, big. why do I it's, it has the alliteration that Tristan loves so much too. Right. <laughs> Cause it kind of like, even though it just, the, why do I, it kind of rhymes, you know, I love that. Um, you know, one thing that I, I was thinking about when you were talking to Tristan is you are somebody who's decided to do the self-work and you are somebody who's been putting in the work for a long time. So let's pull, let's go back, rewind a little bit and go, what would you say, like at the end of this, like if you were giving this now as a TED talk and like your last words, what do you want to leave people with? Like, what do you want, like, what do you want them to do ultimately with everything you're saying? Like, where do they start? And that's, that's kind of, I think, the heart of the idea, right? So do you want to change the way they think, act? It sounds like you want to cha first change the way that they're thinking about their life, and then you want them to act on it. And Mark, I love this thing about, it's funny because we always talk about the IU balance, but in this case, he's talking to you, them, right? which is about the eye. So it's just incestuous. It becomes like he's talking to them about the eye. So yes. ultimately it keeps, it still does keep that IU balance focused on them, but it is kind of at the end of the day is like saying, why do I, I love that. Like, why do I, why do I, I could see that being the title too. Of kind of like, why do I dot, dot, dot. Like, yeah, why and then I, I, I yeah. think to the point is just starting. You can start with that question of why do I, love everything in its perfect place. And then it goes to, you know, mm. I have a perfectionist attitude. Well, where did that stem from? You know, and I think it's really just starting with, how do you define yourself? Who are you, you know? Yeah. And, and then once you define yourself, that's gonna conjure up memories that you probably buried, that you probably pushed to the side that really are important to, to the makeup of who, who you are. So for me, when I was building my TED Talk, Kathy, I sent you like eight versions. <laughs> like version until two days before the TED Talk. And I was sitting with my lady, Shah, and she was like, what do you want people to get from this speech? And I was like, I want them to know who I am. I want it to be real, raw, and relatable. She was like, well, if you want it to be real, raw, and relatable, who are you? And I was like, who am I? I was like, I'm this and that. She's like, no, like from a young age, when you were five or six, you know, talk about that. What what meant the world to you? I was like, family. And and then that conjured up all of those other thoughts of feeling like left out, feeling like an outcast, looking for acceptance and how that steered my path. So I think it's really like you define who you are and then you kind of do a pulse check and run that by your inner circle. Do you see me like how I see myself? Yeah. Like yeah. I said, if your inner circle affirms or uh, shoots down your notion of who you see yourself as, you got you to go back to the drum board and say, well, man, my mom knows me better than anybody else. Mm. Or my wife knows me better than anybody else. If they're saying they don't see that in me, why do I see that in me? Or if we both agree, then it's like, okay, then I am emitting some of that energy that I think I want to emit. And you have to also go to the dark places too. You have to, you have mm. to be able to say, well, what are the things I don't like? That I do? And what are the things that people don't like that I do? So for me, I'm very headstrong and passionate. So I know when I feel a certain way about something, I'm like, that's blue. 
And somebody could be like, it's pink. And I'm like, no, it's blue because X, Y, and Z. And they're like, no, it's pink. And I will be, I will not let it go until they see that it's blue like me. And I have to understand that they're, they don't have the same vision I have. So they may see pink too. And I have to be okay with that. You know what I'm saying? So that's that I always work on patience and understanding and, and, and compassion. Those are areas. I'm a type of person. I'm like, when I'm locked and loaded, like, let's get it. You know, just like today, I already had ideas in my head. You know, you guys didn't need to pull too much out of me, but you know, something that I know I could do better on is listening, being present, you know, taking a step back and, and, and observing what's going on before I just jump in. So the only way I know that is because people have told me and then I notice it when I'm in a situation like, oh, I'm too strong right now. I need, I need to go back. But you have to be open to, to exploring all of you. And I think that's a practice in itself. So some people use meditation, some people use prayer, some people use sleep, whatever works for you. Like you have to be open to the process of discovering all of you. You have to take the good, the bad, the ugly, everything. And then you have to, you have to do a focus group and, and check that with your, I call it my dream team. People that are gonna give me the truth no matter what. They're, gonna, they're not gonna tell me what I wanna hear. They're gonna tell me what I need to hear. And that's hard to come by. So that's why a lot of people, and I know I'm going back to people real quick, go to places like social media for that affirmation because they only know what you're projecting. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But the people that know who you really are are gonna know all of you, you know, behind the curtain and everything. And that's, that's, that's the type of confirmation I want. So I mm. want people to see all of me and I wanna feel good because I don't wanna act. I don't wanna be an actor in life. I wanna just be myself, that's easier. So in order to be yourself, you have to be you have to be uh, aware of all of you. Mm. You know, it, it's so mm. it's so beautiful how you describe it, Tristan. And and I I honestly am in love with what you said, Mark. It because when I went back and I looked at it, I was like, you know, Tristan, we started this off with kind of like self-exploration is essential to understanding all of who you are and how you reach equilibrium in life. But it really starts with a simple question: why do I? And, and, you know, at the end of the day, I could see you, you know, you've said so many beautiful things and I could see it being overwhelming for somebody who hasn't like started. So they're kind of like, great, where do I start? How do I figure out my energy killers? How do I like, you know, how do I, how do I gather all these things? Where do I figure out what my super villain is? And, you know, I'm always, everybody wants you to focus on the good. Um, but it really starts with that simple question. Why do I, why do I, why do I dot, dot, dot everything? Why do I want things in its place? Why do I do something that I perceive as bad? Like maybe why do I, why do I get impatient and, and yell at my kids? Or why do I uh, yell at, yell at people I'm driving in the car? Why do I have, why do I argue with people on social media? Why do I like, you know, and, and I feel like you can shift that. Why do I to, I think once they've answered that question, Tristan, you're shifting them to now the, how do I? It goes from why do I to how do I, right? And so a lot of what you talked about today was the now, how do I, how do I slow down? How do I not multitask? How do I work on myself? How do I identify myself? How do I bring in my focus group? How do I, so you're, it's almost like you're shifting people from the why to the how, um, but at the end of the day, it is for self-exploration. But I mean, think about it. Like when we're thinking about like putting this in a, wrapping this idea in a beautiful thing that somebody could, uh, you know, that will want to take, it's, it's always that thing of like, it has to kind of grab their curiosity. And so 
the explanation of the idea I think was dead on, but I think the way we explain it could be quicker and catchier. I think I think if I said it in three words, it's acknowledge, uh, address, and act. So mm. for me, for example, when I first started in quarantine. I think I told you guys this too. Like, I was like, oh man, vacation time. I'm going to sit on the couch, eat a bunch of junk food, watch YouTube all day. I'm not doing any work. What am I doing? We're in a pandemic. I'm going to eat all the food in the fridge. I'm going to just enjoy not having to rush to work. But then I started like annoying my lady in the house. She was just like, you need, you need to figure out what you're doing with your days because you're getting on my nerves. You're, you're snapping at stuff because you're not used to being home this much. And so I had to acknowledge that, okay, I'm out of my system. I don't have a, I don't have a schedule anymore. And now I'm acting like, you know, kids do when they have the house to themselves and they throw a slumber party. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I acknowledge that I do not operate well without structure. Okay, so how am I gonna address that? I'm gonna build a structured schedule. So I started getting up and no matter what, I would get up at six and I would take a shower at seven even if I wasn't going anywhere because mm. that that act of just getting ready for the day got my mind ready to 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 wake up and move and then from there was like act okay I'm gonna build a schedule well if I don't have any work work I'm gonna do self-work I'm gonna read I'm gonna read Phil Jackson's book on coaching I'm gonna I'm gonna call one one person I love a day I'm gonna work out once a day I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna go out in nature and just explore a new area of my neighborhood. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go go uh, drive to a scenic area in LA. So I just started making a schedule for myself so that by the time we got back into work, I already had had a routine, and I was able to just transition back into what this new world would look like on Zoom all day, because. I realized that without a system, I wasn't, I was all over the place. I was dysfunctional. And for me to function at my best level, I have to build a sphere for myself. So that was just one example of like, okay, I acknowledge I'm messing up the flow in the house. Okay. Now I need to address how I'm going to change that so that I can be my best self. And then I'm going to act on it. I'm going to follow through. Cause it's one thing acknowledging and then, okay, speaking it that you need structure. But if you don't act and it's going to be uncomfortable the first mm -hmm. week i was so used to like when i tell you i was out of whack i was some days i wouldn't take a shower some days i was going to bed at four in the morning just mm -hmm. in that youtube land just you know videos just pop up you're like oh man that's crazy let me watch that <laughs> i would be up at six or five and i would be sleeping until 11 mm -hmm. and i'll just be off all day i was living like a mm -hmm. college life and i was like i don't like how i feel yeah, and started making a system for myself, and I and yeah. I acknowledge that I don't work well without structure. Yeah, and no matter what, I have to have structure in my day for me to feel like me and feel accomplished. So but it goes back, but but it goes back to I can't create the structure, I can't be functional, I can't have a system until I first understand myself. Yeah. Right, it goes back because to the why. Yeah, because yeah. at the end of the day, somebody can say, listen, you got to figure something out. And and so many people could easily be like, 
no, you got to figure something out, yeah, you yeah. know, um, and, and, and put all of the focus back on the other person in the environment and, oh, it's a pandemic and, oh, it's this. And that's why it's like, no, it's, it, it's me. Yep. Right. And how yeah. many people ask that? Why do I question? And, and, and a step further, once you've acknowledged, ag- addressed, and then acted upon those things, it, to me, it, it still goes back to the extra why. Now it's like, well, what's the next why I'm going to ask myself? And it's yeah. that continuous cycle to continue to make yourself better. So that that was powerful. The other thing I, that I wanted to ask you about, though, is in, in terms of this idea is you said something earlier about how we all need that solitude, right? So you're talking about a, a, a self-awareness solitude. I don't know if you're talking about a physical solitude, but since we're talking about superheroes and supervillains, I'm yes. always reminded of Superman. Yes. And, and I always say this to so many people. Remember that Superman had a fortress of solitude. Absolutely. Mm. That he always had a place to go back to be by himself so that yeah. he could be the best Superman for everybody else. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think the the biggest the biggest attribute one can have is being able to sit still and just hear your own voice whether that's meditating whether it's just sitting still in nature whether it's just being in a room by yourself you need that time to just have to just process your thoughts process how you're feeling process you know what motivates you or why you're not motivated you know what i'm saying and so every morning i, I literally take like an hour where i'm just I'm doing what I'm doing with, you guys see me with my two cups. I got a cup of water and, and my mug for my tonic that I make with, with lemon and, and, and ginger just to, just to flush out for the morning. But like, I sit here and I just like, okay, how am I feeling today? What do I want to accomplish today? Why do I want to accomplish that? What does it mean to me if I don't accomplish it? And then I'm able to start my day. Some days I wake up, I'm like, I'm cranky today. Like, why am I cranky? Or you know what? I, I think I'm just tired. I don't want to do any real work today. I just want to be lazy. Or like, I'll wake up and be like, I'm not working out today. But it's like, if you don't have that time to sit with yourself, then all the distractions come in. And then you never really know how you feel. You don't, you can't decipher between if it's influencing you or if it's your own voice influencing you. And so what I notice is a lot of folks surround themselves with other people because they're avoiding themselves. They're avoiding their own voice. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, I enjoy just starting my day by myself because I'm able to center, center myself and, and hear my own voice. If you can't hear your own voice, then you'll never really be able to, to know who you are in life. And whatever that, whatever peaceful area that is, you know, find it. You know, some people, Mark, they go golfing. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm. sure, I'm sure a lot of people, some people, they just, for me, I, I working out, it, it allows me to think, you know, some people it's like a good shower. I come up with great ideas and like, whatever it is, for you, you have, but you have run. To, yeah. Right. So some people it's like, I need a vacation in Tulum for two weeks. And that's how I zone out and think and plan the next year. Whatever. I like that. Yeah. You have to find <laughs> I think One of my favorite books is the alchemist because he goes on mm-hmm. this whole long journey yep. to realize he had it in him the whole time. Yep. And it's like, <laughs> That's what life is about. You have to figure out what it is in you that you're supposed to share with the world and you're supposed to build on. 
can I pitch something back to you guys? What about, yeah. what about, because you know, everybody says like, start with why, which is cool. Like, you know, that's Simon Sinek and he had the whole start with why. Mm-hmm. But it's really start with I, right? Is that kind of, is that more the, it's, oh, it's start mm-hmm. with I. I don't know if anybody's mm-hmm. used that or I don't know. But that's really, gross. ultimately, at the end of the day, everything that you've said, Tristan, it just starts with I, starts with I, starts with I. Now, all the things that we talked about support that why do i because you first have to say why do i get impatient why do i this and then and then and then you transform the why to the how well how do i fix that how do i address it how do i you know recognize my super villain but isn't it really at the end of the day just saying start with i yeah and 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 the power in that line kathy is starting with i could be i am this Mm -hmm. this. yeah yeah tristan c yeah, it just opened it up. It just opened yeah. it up to even more. Yes. That's I, great. You go, back, you go into the why am I not this if I really want to be that? Or I am not this because I choose not to be this. Yeah. And there's power in that. And you can own that. I think, I think we are raised to like it's something about, about a kid, once again, that I, I admire. They're selfish in the areas they're supposed to be selfish in. Mm-hmm. And we, as we grow up, we become selfish in the areas that doesn't matter. And yeah, we, we flip it. In the areas where we should be selfish in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, for example. I know. Selfish <laughs> with our time. We should be selfish with our time because time yeah. is something we get back. But we want to share with everybody. Oh yeah, come on, we'll do back-to-back Zooms. We'll have a, we'll have a party. I'm going to my folks for vacation. It's like, but are you doing this because you really want to do this? Or are you doing this because you feel like you owe everybody time? You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's a, and then Kristen, with a kid, that's so like, good. With a kid, it's like, a kid is not going to do anything they don't want to do. And if you make them do something, they're going to cry. going to play when they want to play, <laughs> eat when they want to eat. I'm not making The whole time, you know too, relentlessly. <laughs> yeah. And when they're ready to share yeah. time with family or friends, they will. So, it's just like, and then they still cry because then they cry and be like, "I want to." <laughs> it, it is such thing as a good selfish, and I think. Yeah, yeah, I love that too. A good selfish. You know, is this one thing like I was thinking about something as a, you know, how you're like, like when you're talking, Tristan. You know, like when you gave your TED talk and you're you're talking to people. Like one of the things that you're always trying to do is you're trying to get people to buy into your idea, and in order for people to buy in, they really have to to see something in themselves. It has to like really connect with them. Cause I could listen to Tristan and go, damn, Tristan has like made this the year of self work and he's worked it. Like in my mind, I'm like, wow, I can't even like, I can't compete with Tristan. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, what if one of the things that you made somebody do, if you're like, if you ended this kind of concept, even if it was a conversation, it doesn't have to be a Ted talk. It doesn't have to be something as formal as a Ted talk or a presentation. But what if you ask people that you were talking to make try to make 50 i statements like i was thinking i could probably do the first Mm. 10 and it'd be really hard to get after 10 like i'm i'm half italian or something i'm a Mm -hmm. you know i was a single mother or like what what i statements can you make um how many could you make because then really you're exploring everything and then i could sort stuff out tristan because then I could say, oh, God, this is my bad stuff. Oh, but wow, I never thought about it. This is my, I was an, I was an, a pre-Olympic athlete. I was like a junior, like, I, oh, I forgot about it. I did this thing. Or, 
Oh, I, you know, so it's what like if you soul, soul spring cleaning? Yes. 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 But then, but then the next exercise after all of the I statements is now the why statements, right? Yes. Yes. Now I've listed all my eyes. Now I got to ask myself why, 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 right? Well, and some of it, Tristan, you were saying when you were saying the kid questions, you really like it was a powerful kind of visual that you did when you were saying that. When you, I, I envision this kid asking you, well, why do you go to work? Well, you have to pay bills. Well, why do you pay bills? Why do I pay bills? That is a And some of the stuff that you would look at with yourself, you would say, wait a minute. Why? Yeah. Why? I, why do I do that? I, I don't get that. And so it might put you in a very self-aware spot. And Mark, you called it before. Sometimes we just blind, like we don't, we just do and we don't look. And so we don't know. Um, but Tristan, I think your whole powerful point is starting with I I really think that's the best way and people love themselves at the end of the day people are like I want to hear more about me than I do about you and so the way that you can tell them about them Tristan is to tell them what you did of course but it is ultimately at the end of the day it goes back to them start with your I that's what that's what I think that's wrong that's what you think that's what I think that's what I think you think that does he think that Tristan like I don't know like I'm not (laughs) yeah so I don't know and it's and I think Tristan what but beautifully what you described today was the system and it's so freaking good you gave you gave the meat of of everything um I just think we needed to help bottle up a a, a, a thing to get people on board quicker, mm-hmm. you know. We had we had to label our secret sauce. We, we ain't yes, had the right exactly. Thing. You put all the ingredients in, and we're like, no, but it has to have a bomb name. Like it's got to be, yes. you know, we got to give it a good name. So, mm. yeah. Oh, wow. I, I don't know, Tristan. What do you think? Like, how did how did how do you feel like the this? How do you feel like this conversation transformed? I, that I idea? love how we were able to trans transfer it from you know my vision to. Uh, a generalized, acceptable, approachable, you know, concept that anybody can inherit and then apply and, and go through the exercise and, and the, the journey of self-exploration. So I think I think it's super, super dope. And this just goes back to the ideator comment, you know, like mm, I had this yeah. idea, but mm. I needed some other minds to help sculpt it into something that's a universal, you know, concept. And so that's that's the power of finding the right circle of people that are going to hold you accountable and not just hype you up on, oh man, that's awesome. And then it doesn't translate. You guys, mm-hmm. you guys ask me questions to go deeper, but you also supported my vision, you know? And, and, yeah. and when you, when you go through self-exploration and you understand what you need and what you're not willing to settle for, then it goes right to your immediate circle. And then you find yourself starting to edit people in and out your life. Mm-hmm. You, now yeah. you know what you need because you've done the self-work. Yeah. Uh, Tristan, that's awesome. Well, I want to wrap it up with this because that was, (laughs) you are awesome. That was such a beautiful, I love the wrap up line too, because at the end of the day, um, Mark and I feel that's like what we do. We loved having you on and we love just being able to, to build this idea together and it's your thoughts. And we did, we just, we want to be behind you and be like, ask you questions. And then I, I, so I love what we all built today, but Tristan, at the end of the day, it's yours. This is your thing. So please go. And it's good. 
and it's, it's so a, good. So please, like, right. I want to hear later too, Tristan, how you like incorporated this into conversations with people in your inner circle and like what came of it. So we may do a part two with you at some point to be like, how did how did this translate to people around you? Of like, start with oh. your eye. So yeah, I I, I want to see a whole but I want to see a whole community of people with their one pages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to see it. This is my new practice. So just to give you guys a little little extra context before we go. Uh, personally, my brother and some people in my life are on this new journey. My brother just turned 30 and he's questioning a lot of things. He's in finance mm -hmm. right now. And he's like, I'm not passionate about this industry. I want to get into art. And, you know, I want to, I want to really do things that I love. So he's going on his journey. But then I just... Uh, I just got a promotion at work. So now I'm going to be leading a team for the first time of people. And I need to get to know these people through Zoom. And so I'm going to have them do a one pager to help me understand who they are and what their goals are. And nice. I could be the perfect exercise for me to get to know them. You know what I mean? Yes. So I'll definitely have them nice. do the I statements. Have them do yes. like 50. I'm telling you, 10 is easy. 50 is hard. Like, the more you can get, the, the further along you go, the deeper you have to dig with inside yourself to pull out things that I don't think about, about my, I love that Tristan, it's mm. amazing. Yeah, so Tristan, nice. I know that you're not like, like if you wanted, if somebody wanted to find you, I, I know you kind of like, you only use Facebook to find birthdays. So I don't know if you want people to reach you at all. <laughs> you talked about being able to like, just get up and, and, you know, be in the I am legend kind of world. But you know, if somebody wanted to find you or see you, is there anywhere you'd want them to, to go look? Or do you want uh, them to man, just I think I think out? LinkedIn <laughs> is a great resource, Tristan mm. Harvin. Um, even even my email address, Tristan.harvin at gmail.com. Great uh right. great access point. Um, mm. but yeah, those are those are the two places you can find me and I'll always reply. I'll always reply. That's awesome. Right. Well, thank you, Tristan. And and anybody out there watching, if you if you want to be doing an idea you know, a conversation with Mark and I, you can always reach us at markandkathy at gmail.com. You have to get the C, you have to get the E. If you get that, you'll find us. Um, Tristan, thanks for being here. Um, and everybody else out there, it's about to go down. <laughs>